0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I think what's really unique and specific about this when it's when we're talking about the truth hurts when guys are in addiction or your family or you a family member who's trapped in addiction, the very first step is telling the truth to them, revealing the truth. And that's really hard because it, re- it, like, you realize these things that are like are true. Like, it's like I don't, I don't know if they're using or I don't know if they're drinking too much. Um, and so that, that is a moment of truth where you have to seek that out, or you are the one who's using or drinking too much. You have to say the truth, and it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt other people, but that is the very first step that is required in healing from addiction, from going from active to a path of healing. That doesn't mean perfection. It means like I have to tell the truth first. But then the, the other thing, I think one of the fears that we have of saying something or that we think other people will have is that then that truth will be used as a weapon against me. Or guys who are in recovery, it's like, well, I mean, it's like, well, that guy's only been sober for a month. So that I've been sober for six months or six years. And I'm going to use the truth if it's like I've been sober longer than you as a weapon towards them. Or you're afraid to let people know that you're in recovery because they're, they're afraid that your truth that, that you are in recovery and you've been working hard for six months to a year. People are going to use that truth, which is true of you, against you and not give you an opportunity or, or, uh, or not trust you in the same way, using it as a weapon. So like as a family member of someone, it's like you have to be able to speak the truth to them, that like you're concerned about their use, they're con- you're concerned about that. And then not use it as a weapon. Like, well, you're just that. You're just an addict. You're just a drunk. That's, that's using it as a weapon. That's not revealing, that's not revealing truth and compassion. So, Austin, I think what might be helpful to get to, to, for, for folks, anyone listening, is can you think of an example where you have done this well? Or maybe even an example where you haven't done it well and maybe things you learned after processing the situation? Telling the truth and it knowing that it's going to hurt? Yeah, telling the truth and just, and, and, and try, and you know, what did it look like not to go into either ditch, to do it well? I would say most consistently is if I see, see someone doing something small, like a small behavior that I know is going to lead to something unhealthy, instead, uh, my moments of truth are most often like I need to say something to them in the moment or when i realize it i need to call him back or not and wait until the next time i see him but call him back and say hey i saw this this is why i'm concerned about this is why it's not okay this is why it went against something or i we expect better of each other like i know you know not to do that why'd you do it those are for me that is something that i'm constantly working to improve on and trying to like not just like i'll tell him next time because I'm absent-minded. I'm not going to remember, yeah. and I'm a really optimistic, positive person. So it's like oh, that's the benefit of the doubt. But I need to do it in the moment, mm-hmm. and that's that's where I need to act. So for people's like day in and day out lives, if you see something small and ignore it, it's just going to get worse. Like mm-hmm. uh, problems grow. They, you have I forget um, is it Andrew the guy that you meet with has mm-hmm. a statement about about problems only grow if they're not if, if they're not addressed problems do said. not age well no yeah that is they do not age well so if they're small today and you don't say something about it like it it's small right now so it's it can kind of it's a lot easier to deal with now and yeah. those are the things that i have personally failed at all the time now that doesn't mean we go around nitpicking people And that's kind of where it gets messy. we're like, well, you're just using truth as a weapon and saying everything that's not perfect. But uh, my response to that is the moment that I say that this is an expectation I have. I am also saying it's an expectation that I think you should have of me. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, you're in a good relationship. When you say like, I don't think you should speak that way to people or be flippant in that way or joke about those things. Then that means that, I shouldn't joke about those things. And you have 100% uh, ability and uh, authority and permission to use and say that to me and hold me accountable. That's, I think that's where we miss the the power and importance of accountability. It's like, oh, I don't want to hold people accountable, which is speaking the truth, because then the truth will have to get spoken to me, and that's going to hurt. But that's the only thing that's that's going to help us get to heal get to the like the final point you're getting as like truth sets us free freedom isn't always happy-go-lucky like running through a field of flowers with rainbows freedom is knowing who you are in christ and often like guys who are in the refuge who i know who like get it who are free from this it, they're not ignoring the fact that they've had a past that they are not proud of but they are living into the future and living into their present life which is about freedom yes So i think we have this idea that like oh once i tell the truth and everything's gonna feel great no it's like it's tough like that part like personal truth for me that was a couple like a year and a half ago now was the truth that i was more focused on my ambition in my relationship with a career than i was with my wife that's a very embarrassing truth Saying like I was more focused and excited, or like motivated by an, a future ambition that I wanted, rather than a healthy relationship with my wife, and yeah. that truth like was that was for me it's painful still. But I like addressing it and going through it, and then my wife not using it as a weapon because like yeah. it's something we had talked about for a very long time, and it's hurt it hurts still, but it's something that we're moving. F- That we are like that, that I, the things that I have done and put into place where that is no longer true of me, but it doesn't mean that it still doesn't hurt when it pops up. Mm -hmm. So, but the only reason why it doesn't hurt as much right now is because I dealt, I've, I did a whole lot of work in the past 18 months now. So it's moving towards more freedom. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.